Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Laces Out podcast, our NFL podcast. There's no guest. Um, I covered that right at the start. It wasn't for it was it wasn't for a lack of trying. I did try. I do try. Sometimes it doesn't work out. It's as simple as that. All the NFL you could possibly want is here, though. News, stats, games, everything. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. And the big one there is do share the podcast around. If you've got an NFL fan in your life, send them this podcast. They might even thank you for it. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is CookieCast. Lace it out. Recording in progress. No, yes, indeed. Welcome on in. Recording is indeed in progress. And for those of you watching on YouTube, you're seeing the faces of two men in front of you, which could mean only one thing. You are correct. We didn't get a guest for this week's NFL podcast. Okay, here is my defence on this one. Number one. The guest, the the get this week's guest, I went to and said, "Hey, guest, how are you doing?" And their response was, "I'm not great. I'm very unwell." And I went, "Then I will leave you to your illness." I then approached three gentlemen who may or may not have a podcast on the Cookiecast Network, and said, "Hey." Anybody fancy doing the NFL podcast? And one of them said, take your funny-shaped ball and your American sport and... And the other two said... So, it's not like I didn't try. That's my defence right there, and I'm sticking to it. Listen, all, all, that, we can do, all that we can ask Andrew is that, is that we try our best. I thought you were going to say, all that we could ask is that you try harder in future. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. As long as, as long as everyone tries their best, that's all that matters. So, sadly, no guest for week 10. <laughs> but we'll get to week 10 very shortly. Before we get to week 10, we have to go through week 9. So, obviously, last week... Sadly, there was no guest on the podcast last week as well. So, myself and Andy provided our selections for Week 9's games and the guest picks were made by the stats mistress herself, Ms. Leanne Davies. So, 14 games to pick from. There were four teams on by last week. Um, there were the Jaguars, the 49ers, the Lions... And the Broncos, the other the other twenty eight teams, fast maths, the other twenty eight teams in the league all played fourteen games in total, total of fourteen points to play for in the prediction. So, in joint second slash last place with a very respectable 
9 out of 14 selections correct. Not bad. It's the podcast hosts themselves, Mr. Paul Williams and Mr. Andrew Cook. Which means getting the win with 10 of 14 selections correct and taking yet another point for the guest. Leanne Davies, 10 of 14 selections correct. Leanne was only let down by the Titans against the Steelers, the Falcons against the Vikings, the Patriots against the Commanders, and the Bills against the Bengals. All of the all the other ten selections she made all came in. Myself and Andy were let down by the Falcons, the Rams, the Bucks, the Patriots. Then I was let down by the Giants not beating the Raiders, and Andy was let down by the Bills not beating the Bengals. All that means is that the guest, as I say, gets the point and moves on to five points for the season. Andy, next with two and a half points. Myself, bottom of the pile with one and a half points for the season. Gonna have to uh, going to have to motor some in the last uh, in the last seven to eight I've, weeks. I mean, I've, to, uh, I've I've threatened a handicap system for the guest, but I just can't come up with one. So I'm <laughs> like. <laughs> You know, maybe a guest win is only worth half a point. I don't know. It's like the guest is kind of running away. Between me and you, we don't even add up to the same <laughs> amount. <laughs> so I'm like, we're not doing too well. Some would say slightly worrying. Um, but, you know, let's do As hosts of an NFL podcast, we are not doing... <laughs> we are not doing overly well. <laughs> But that's not the only thing we predicted last week. Obviously, myself and Andy did our side bet predictions. Mm. Obviously, for new uh, new listeners or new watchers to the podcast, the side bet is um, we uh, myself and Andy each pick four of the teams that we think are nailed on to win each particular week. Once that game is selected, it removes from the pool, um, and um, we see who gets the most points come the end of the season. Uh, so Andy this week um, was going into the week on 18 points from a possible 32. I was going into this week with 23 points from a possible 32. So Andy's selections of the Rams to beat the Packers sadly did not come in for him. However, the Eagles to beat the Cowboys... The Browns to beat the Cardinals and the Saints to beat the Bears did very much pay off for him and bags him three points to move him to 21 for the season. I got the Ravens to beat the Seahawks and the Colts to beat the Panthers. However, I was let down when the Falcons or the Falcons Lost to the Vikings. And most depressingly of all, the Giants succumbed to the Raiders. So I only get two points for this particular week's side bet. So I move on to 25 points. So Andy moves within a full week of correct slot and a full week of incorrect slots from myself. 
to to prove uh, to pull joint uh, to pull, pull, pull level and any um any long time NFL podcast fan will know that I'm pretty sure that was the situation that turned it round last season. I think there was a week where it was a full boat versus a a, a an empty boat, and that that brought it. Like we were playing down to the last week on that. Yeah, it was it was it was awesome. Um, I would also like to raise something at this point in time. Uh, I know we I know we've decided to make a take a step away from the fantasy stuff. Um, I would like to discuss who I see about my missing points when uh, Joshua Dobbs got a uh, out designation and I had to. Uh, scuttle my way off to the waiver wire to pick up a terrible quarterback for my week of being kicked in the buys, shall we say. For Joshua Dobbs to then become magically active and, oh, that's right, (laughs) outscore the terrible quarterback that I picked up and immediately put in the bin yesterday. I suppose... Now, obviously it's one of those things. Obviously, he wasn't scheduled to play in the game. No, he wasn't. But obviously, he'll have been designated as the backup with the uh, the rookie guy as the starter. Um, I think they, it was they more... Couldn't really, they couldn't really sort of legislate for the, for the starting quarterback getting concussed on his... On what what he was presuming would be his run to the end zone for his first ever rushing touchdown. Yeah, I, I, I'm not overly bothered. It's like it's not like I wasn't was uh, beaten this week by over twice as many points because you know those extra three points would have really made a difference. <laughs> uh, let's move on yes. from this. From this. Yes, it, it was it was a it was a comprehensive. Fantasy win for me this week, but we won't we won't go into it. So that's your week nine selections and side bet gone through. The stats this week come to us from a different source, I believe. So not to not to peek behind the curtain too much, but myself and my glamorous co-host, Mr. Paul Williams, are recording on a different day due to other commitments. And we're fine with that. It it Breaks breaks the week up. A little bit of podcast here, a little bit of podcast there. No dramas. I was under the impression that bringing the NFL podcast to a earlier window might limit the stats mistress in her capacity as stats mistress. So I decided to take on the role of stats master. That's what I'm calling it. I went off to the uh, the Tinter web, went to the place where I believe the stats are locked behind a vault gated community, however you want to look at it, and I said I knocked on the door. I said, "Please, sir, can I have some stats?" I have done my very best to try and play the stats game. Uh, I believe these are week nine. It's the best. It's the bit I missed at the start. I was like, uh, "Damn it." I believe these are the stats for week 9 of the 2022 season. They are brought to me by Nate Davis of USA Today, and I am bringing them to you now. Uh, They're all monstrous, so you're going to get tired of hearing my voice, but let's get after it. Number 
number one. 20 teams were in action Sunday afternoon. Seven of them, 35%, whether due performance injuries or even trade, started different quarterbacks than they did in week eight. Furthermore, the Minnesota Vikings and New York Giants both had to make mid-game switches after Jaron Hall and Daniel Jones, respectively, saw their days cut short by injuries. Crazy numbers. Number two, Las Vegas Raiders rookie quarterback Aiden O'Connell made his second start of the 2023 season. Uh, the first uh, uh, first since veteran Jimmy Garoppolo was benched for performance reasons following Josh McDaniel's firing last week. Uh, it says here, AOC, yeah. And the silver and black responded nicely to interim coach Antonio Pierce licking the Jonesless New York Giants 30 to 6. That's the, that's the way to do it. Number three, how about Joshua Dobbs? Following Kirk Cousins' season-ending Achilles tear, the Vikes acquired Dobbs from the Cardinals on Tuesday. He wasn't supposed to play Sunday with Hall getting his shot, but all Dobbs did was step in for the injured rookie and pass for 158 yards and two scores while running for a team-best 66 yards and another touchdown in Minnesota's 31-28 escape in Atlanta. I don't know if you've seen the uh, the video of him teaching the uh, the team his calls on the sideline before stepping out onto the field. It was like the... F Number four. In his first start of 2023, Falcons quarterback... Taylor Heineke passed for 268 yards, a touchdown, and one interception. A performance that likely would have equated to a win if he'd gotten any help from the from Atlanta's defense. Number five, the Vikings' four-game winning streak remains the NFC's best active heater. And they now own a full one-game lead for the conference final wildcard berth. When I saw that in the stats, I was like, oh, there's the first mention of wildcard type things. Means we can sort of see that, that playoff time cresting the hill. Number six. Brown's wide receiver, Amari Cooper, had a 59-yard reception, besting the Cardinals' offense total in one play. And I know what you're thinking. Well, we find Amari Cooper on my bench every week with, with all the other points. Number seven, but Arizona's misfortune benefited Cleveland quarterback Deshaun Watson, who passed for 219 yards and two scores and his most extensive action since September 24. Uh, my last review for the... Uh, review. My last stat for this week. Uh, Brett Ripon also made his first start for the Los Angeles Rams after Matthew Stafford was, was unable to go due to an injured 
thumb. Ripen? Ripen? 130 passing yards. Interception. Got next to nothing going in a 20-3 loss to the Green Bay Packers. A setback LA may not be able to recover from. Oh dear. Paul, it's over to you. Thank you very much. I pick up the baton with Sunday's most consequential game may have taken place in Frankfurt, Germany, where the AFC West leading Kansas City Chiefs hosted the AFC East leading at the start of the day, Miami Dolphins, both teams starting at 6-2 and two before the kickoff. It was the first matchup of the league's international series to feature a pair of clubs at least four games over 500. Kansas City won the game 21 to 14 as Miami fell to 0 and 3 against teams with winning records. I actually had this conversation with a Dolphins fan of the weekend. It was worrying that they um, can seem to smoke the the, uh, the weaker teams and then struggle to put up more than. It, it, it's o- it's okay because. Because because this week the internet has made it well known that this is a, a trait of the Dolphins by just absolutely peppering with memes and all sorts of stuff about how, yeah, the Dolphins are great when they're going up against a weak team. Um, I, the, uh, it's kind of reminiscent of Dolphins of the last few seasons. They've been, they've been good generally when going up against teams that and great but it's always that that thing you always know when the dolphins come up against a decent team it's never going to be a good idea to put them down for a win because unless it's the patriots you might be out of luck so certainly true um my next uh, my next one Travis Kelsey displaced fellow tight end and hall of famer Tony Gonzalez it's Kansas City's all-time leading reception uh, holder with 10,941 receiving yards. Tasty, tasty. Obviously, you extend that much, much further before he retires. And uh, sticking with the Chiefs, they became the first team to win a game in four different countries. Those being the United States of America, England, Mexico, and now Germany. Frankfurt Deutsche Bank Park is the 191st venue to host a game in the NFL's 104 seasons. Like Miami, the Dallas Cowboys also became a three-loss club after losing 28-23 at Philadelphia, the Eagles becoming the league's only 8-1 outfit in the process. Philly's two-and-a-half game lead in the NFC East at the season's midway point might be a lot for Dallas to surmount. But the Eagles' schedule is about to get very challenging, while the Cowboys is about to soften significantly. If the season ended today, it doesn't, so don't worry. The entire AFC North would qualify for the playoffs after the Cincinnati Bengals moved ahead of the Buffalo Bills on Sunday night. Buffalo is now ninth overall in the conference which when you consider there's only 16 teams is kind of worrying yeah yeah it is 
Um, two two stats to go for me. And, um, I was going to save the best one to last, but I can't because we kind of run into each other. So, Texans running back, Dare Ogunbowale. There's absolutely no chance I have pronounced that correctly. A former Tampa Bay Buccaneer kicked a go-ahead 29-yard field goal in the fourth quarter on a day when Houston kicker Kaimi Fairbairn missed the second half with a quadriceps injury. Ogombawale became the first non-kicker or punter to convert a field goal since Wes Welker did it for Miami in 2004 and the first running back to do so since 1979. Ogombawale also handled kickoffs for the Texans after Fairbairn went out of the game injured. They, um, they showed it up on Red Zone, like the, uh, the, the, the sort of the clips of him taking kicks. So I don't know if it was something that they were aware of before the game that Fairbairn might not have been able to like last the entire game or not. So yeah, yeah that's what they were saying. It was, unless it was something that was done at half time and we just saw it sort of during the during the course of the, uh, the second half that he'd been warming up at, at half time as a kick. Um, but yeah, that was um, interesting. Though, we'll, those we'll those warm up kicks did not look good. <laughs> I, I was watching and I was like, "Oh wow, they've got they've got somebody else who's going to be taking kicks." And they was practice, and I was like, "Oh no, is that the best you we, can do? Is that the best I, you've I got?" I said at the time, it's one of the, it's one of the least convincing ki- kicks I've ever seen. Like you, you just every now and again, you know that like you see you see people kick balls that have clearly never kicked a ball in their life, and they just. They don't seem to understand what part of their foot is making contact with the ball, and I always, I, I always, I always bring it up. I once saw a video where a woman hunted down people who had commented on Twitter saying, "I can't believe he missed that kick. I'd have made that. No worries," and just took them to a football field and was like, "Go on, them. Go on, do it." Your tweet, and like their tweets were printed out on a board. She's like, this is what your tweet said, so go and make the kick. And they'd go and just, like, there'd be the, the, the worst possible way to be, like, just torn oh, yeah. shreds off. But I think they've said before, the sweet spot on an American football is supposed to be, like, the size of a quarter. Yeah, so uh, it's it's supposed to be about a if the if roughly the, a ten pence piece. Really. Yeah, if the tip of the ball's there, it's supposed to be like here, and you're supposed to get under it, above the piece it's on, and and it and it it is like a big toe size area. It's like I I I I I, I couldn't do it. I know that much. It would be interesting to see Joe Public trying to do it. So, my final stat is also tied to the Texans. Far more impressively, Houston quarterback CJ Stroud set a rookie record with 470 yards passing and tied another freshman mark with just just the five touchdowns passing. And on a day when his kicker was hurt and his run game was non-existent, when Tampa Bay knew they'd have to throw the ball. Stroud's final attempt was the game-winning 15-yard touchdown pass to fellow rookie Tank Dell. I mean, 
I said well, I said I've not saved the best for last. I, I mean, as good as the running back stat was, you've got to give it to uh, you've got to give it to CJ Stroud there. Yeah. Um, this is the point but, where I will highlight that obviously uh, CJ Stroud was one of the quarterbacks I could have picked up off the waiver wire. And didn't so. Uh, so yeah. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there, Andrew. Because that's week nine in the books, done and dusted. Sure we'll is. Move to week ten. So obviously for this week, as you can see, there's no guest on the screen. So 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 I've had to uh, warn of myself on Mister Cook. I've had to dive into the playbook and dig out an alternative. And this week is of course the turn of. Mrs. Amy Williams to provide her selections for the podcast. Obviously, the guest on a, on a bit of a roll, having the fact that they've, they've taken five out of the previous nine weeks. Um, let's see how we get on with this week's predictions. The first game of the week is the Thursday Night Football, and it is a game that I don't think anyone in their right mind is going to stay up to watch, as it is the Carolina Panthers taking on the Chicago Bears. Oh dear, surely there's a way this could have been flexed out of the position of Thursday Night Football and given to any other two teams. Um, myself and Andy have given home field advantage to the Bears, whereas Amy thinks the Panthers might just have enough to get a second win of the season. The next game is the second of the Germany games for this season and sees the Indianapolis Colts taking on the New England Patriots, who are at home as it were. Clean sweep on this one. We've all backed the Colts to get the win. No real surprises there. The Patriots look bereft of any ideas and things like that. We then move to the 6pm slate of Sunday games, where the Cleveland Browns are taking on the Baltimore Ravens. And we've all picked the Ravens to get the win there. We have similarly all picked the Bengals to beat the Texans. Um, myself and Andy have taken the 49ers against the Jaguars, whereas Amy thinks the Jaguars, with home field advantage, will get the job done there. That game right there was the first game on the list that I looked at and went, and there was a part of me that was hovering over the Jags going, that 49er team is banged up. That Jaguar team is good. I don't know if I'm pressing the right button here, but here we go. Also, did you see the clip of Manning cast where they showed uh, what Trevor Lawrence would look like if he had Peyton Manning's haircut? No. Full, full on five, Ed. It was... Ah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, dear me. So... Um, it's, it's definitely one of those games where it could be a 50-50 sort of coin for me, but I just didn't think I could see the Niners losing four games on the spin. But <sighs> strange things have happened, so we'll see what happens. Uh, next up, it's the Saints at the Vikings. Andy and Amy have both taken the Vikings to get the win. I've just given this one to the Saints, as I think they're... Um, I know that obviously the Vikings got the win with Josh Dobbs coming in um, as the backup. Um, I just think it'll take another week or so for them to fully get their plays down. Uh, and they might have got that win at the weekend on a bit of adrenaline and stuff like that. So I think the Saints have got a bit of a run going on there as well. Uh, next up, it's the Packers at the Steelers. Myself and Andy have taken the Steelers with the home field advantage, whereas Amy has taken the Packers to get the win there. Um, 
Next up, we have the Titans at the Buccaneers. Um, me and Andy again have both taken the Buccaneers to get the win here, whereas Amy's taken the Titans, who I believe I've just seen on the NFL app today. I've sort of named uh, Will Levis as the starter going yes. forward yeah. um, over Ryan Tannehill. So yes. it'll be interesting. Ryan Tannehill, uh, Ryan Tannehill is now listed as the backup quarterback. We move to the 9.05 on the evening slate of games with the Falcons at the Cardinals. We've all taken the Falcons to get the win there. Um, the Lions are taking on the Chargers. Myself and Amy have taken the Chargers to get the win. Andy is back to the Lions off the back of the bye week to, uh, to jump back in and uh, get their season restarted. Um Next up, it's the Giants at the Cowboys. Shock horror. We've all taken a big Cowboys win there. Um, the last of the 9pm games sees the uh, Washington Commanders at the Seattle Seahawks. And surprise, surprise, we've all taken the Seahawks. The Sunday night football sees the Jets taking on the Raiders. We've all taken the Jets. And the Monday night game sees the Broncos taking on the Bills in Buffalo. And we have all taken Bills. 14 games done. Your, your four teams on by this week are the Miami Dolphins, the LA Rams, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Philadelphia Eagles. That's week 10's initial bets done and dusted, or initial picks, sorry, done and dusted. All that's left for myself and Andy to do is the side bet for this week. Obviously, Andy technically won the week with his three out of four against my two out of four. But as he's still behind in the overall standings, I will allow him to have the selection of going first or making me select first. Which would you prefer to do, Mr Cook? Do you know something? I always work on the principle of getting out in front and getting that first pick where possible. Um, but I think this week, as you said, technically I won, but I'm still behind. I will give you the first pick of the week. Very nice. Uh, in that case, I will go with... The Dallas Cowboys at home to the New York Giants. Absolute banker. Your two selections, please. In that case, I will take the Bengals to beat the Texans... And it's all the bills. It's all the bees for me this week, as I'll take the Bills to beat the Denver Broncos. Very nice, very nice. Uh, I don't like I don't like doing it as it's technically my team, but I'll go with the Ravens to beat the Browns. And. I'll go with the Seahawks to beat the Commanders. Mm. Your last two. That's somewhere. Um, some of the some of the teams are not the teams that we would normally select, but I will take the Atlanta Falcons. To beat the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, 
And I think I will go with... Yeah, okay. The Pittsburgh Steelers to beat the Green Bay Packers. It's another one of those not super comfortable with at least a couple of those picks. Um, my, my final selection, then, I'll go... I don't really like it as it's, as it's a road game and it's the, the roadiest of road games as it's in Germany. But I'll go with the Colts to beat the Patriots. So... Um, Quick, a quick recap for those who are uh, just ju- just tuning in, although I don't really know why you'd be doing that on a podcast, but we'll go with it. So, Andy has got the Cincinnati Bengals at home to the Houston Texans, the Buffalo Bills at home to the Denver Broncos, the Atlanta Falcons at the Arizona Cardinals, and the Steelers at home to the Green Bay Packers, whereas I have the Dallas Cowboys at home to the New York Giants. The Baltimore Ravens at home to the Cleveland Browns. The Seattle Seahawks at home to the Washington Commanders. And the, the, the Indianapolis Colts technically at the Patriots, although it is taking place in Germany. That, ladies and gentlemen, is your Week 10 predictions, side bet, all sorts of casual, cheeky nonsense done and dusted. Loves it. Uh, just before we go, I will say I saw something which I don't know how much uh, how much faith you can put in. I did see a thing that was saying that there, is, there are talks that if the Patriots lose another game, then they may, as a as a team, they may start looking in other directions for head coach positions. Well, that would be a bold call, mm. needless to say. Could be time. That's, that's all I'm going to say on that one. There we go. Week 9 done and dusted. Week 10 coming along nicely. Like I said, first mention of uh, playoff slash wildcards slash that sort of stuff. Uh, the nights are darker. The mornings are darker. Which uh, you know means that the only the only real light in our lives at this point is NFL football. Um, yeah, join us next week where we may have a guest. We may not. It may be us. But no matter what, we will bring you the finest of NFL content. Uh, but until then, enjoy the games this weekend. Uh, see if you can catch the Germany game Um, it's bye from me bye from my glamorous co-host and we will see you next time tatty byes so you go what do you think of that see we don't always need a guest and rattle through it get everything you need in one one place simple quick easy and fun thank you for watching thank you for listening thank you for being here if you can do a couple of things before you go. Please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave reviews where you can leave reviews. Share the podcast around. Check out the website, thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button. That way you can get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then.
this has been another episode of Cookie Cast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share and subscribe.